Hello guys, welcome back to the Groot View. My name is Alejandro. I'm Carlos. And we're joined also by Matt in the back. Um, so today we're going to be talking about death with dignity. Uh, just to give give you guys a little background, what that means is anybody that gets diagnosed with an ailment or a disease that is going to end their life within six months, they are given the option to commit suicide basically through physician assistance and medication. It only depends on states where it's legal, but that's the parameter of it. So now I'm sure like people have questions about why um, choose this topic. So why did you... My interest with this topic kind of stems from the fact that I feel like for my whole life, I've been fortunate to live a pretty healthy life. And the way I see it is if I suffer something that's basically going to change my life in the sense of like if I am diagnosed and I know that I'm going to suffer through it or I know that my existence is going to alter in the sense that it won't be the same as it used to be. I want to have that option. You know, I mean, that's what this is really for. This isn't for people who are suffering through emotions and something like that. This is for people who are really suffering from something that is serious. The the suffering they experience is tough. I mean, like cancer, that's a serious suffer, right. suffering disease. And also people that have dementia. I mean, that pain that comes from, let's say, family members coming over and you can't recognize them anymore. That's That's an emotional distress and something that affects you in a serious way. I mean, I want to have the option to say, you know what? I don't want to experience that suffering. So then you see, like, so, all right, so with, like, dementia, right? So then that comes, your family comes into play, not really you, because you're not really going to, I feel like you're not going to be the one to say, all right, like, I have dementia, because when you have dementia, you, you don't know. No. Right. Driving. So you're not really going to, so, I mean, it kind of takes it away from that. So from I guess, but I mean, family. But I feel like, again, I don't have experience with dementia. I don't know it. But, for example, like, I feel like if my family's coming over and I don't know that they're my family, but you see the emotion on their face, they're like, Mm -hmm. hey, it's me, your granddaughter, or it's me, your sister, your brother. I mean, I feel like in a sense, you have to know, like, that's kind of painful to see that. But is, is, is that something that you think you should be able to sign ahead of time? Right. That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah. almost like you sign up for something before, right? Since it's not technically... Well, right, they don't. They don't. It's only legal in a few. Again, from my personal view, it's this. Like, I've expressed to my family and friends, like, I want that option, you know? And I feel like if you're adamant about it, then you probably talk to family and friends about it as well. Or if you've thought about it, I mean, I don't know if anybody thinks about it or not. I have. And obviously, I know if I get to a position where my suffering is, is going to be long or enduring, I want that option to say, hey, I don't want to experience that. I want to yeah. live on a good note. Yeah, I don't think, I don't know, like, my opinion is, like, I have never thought about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think every situation has its outcomes of it. So, like, as you get older, or I feel like as you, like, age out, so to speak, mm-hmm. um, you're going to continue to want to live to the fullest, and you're going to continue to want to live until you know until it's natural right okay so i I, to me at least like obviously of course everybody wants to go healthy but you know you're still gonna go so it's like i don't know it takes it away from like like we have had conversations about so you know not talking about old age but we have had conversations about let's say you're swimming in the ocean and a shark (laughs) comes and like you know rips your arms off or a limb yeah right so your in your case you i want to yeah i think because look the way i see it is a lot of disability. 
Yeah, but right. a lot of what comes into question is people suffering, and that's obviously subjective. Yeah. What I might view as suffering, you might not. Well, but the way suffering or just loss of dignity. I guess you could say that. But like for example, I'm gonna give my explanation in terms of the shark thing, right? Okay. Like if I, I like I've said, I've lived a life where I have all my limbs, thankfully and fortunately. I've experienced that. I have all fingers, I have all my toes, and I have access to use those limbs. If I experience something where one or two limbs are taken off, the life that I knew has ended. Right. That Alejandro right. is done. That life is done. So how can somebody tell me, well, you should still appreciate the fact that you're alive and get to live? And it's like, yeah, I do. But I don't get to live the life I was accustomed to. Right. You know, I'm 27. So that's 27 years of growing up and living life and experiencing things where I was, again, fortunate to have that. But like, imagine... You know, I lose my right arm and I'm used to doing a lot of stuff with my right arm. I lose that arm. It's like a completely different type of life I have to live. Right, but what, what, do you, what about the people who come back from war or the people who, you know, who live their lives with one without a limb? Right. I'm, do it on a daily basis. I'm not arguing that it's not possible. What I'm saying, again, my whole point on bringing this up is the fact that I want that choice. That's all I want. But the choice not, to yeah. choose. But how far, like how far should it go? Of death. I mean, again, I mean, I guess it comes down to lawmakers, whatever they want to, to decide. Again, in my personal view, too, I think six months is too too short a time to, like, say, hey. Because, for example, in the states that it is legal, like in Oregon and Washington, that's the rule. If you get diagnosed, let's say, with cancer and you're going to die, and you have to undergo a lot of tests by physicians in order to qualify for it. And if you're going to die within six months, then you get the choice to decide, hey, I want to end the suffering now. To me, six months might be short personally. Like, you know, what if you get diagnosed with a year? That means you have to wait six months of whatever pain or medication you have to undergo and then decide I want to die. You know, I think every situation is different. I just what I am advocating for is just the freedom to choose. It's your life at the end of the day. Why is it going to be? you know, constricted to what somebody else views as suffering, they don't understand my position. Right. Yeah. My my thing is like, so let's say, like like you said, it's your opinion about it. That's what you choose. Mm -hmm. For me, it's like difficult to understand because with something like cancer, right? Sometimes they do tell you like, well, you might, you know, have a year. And mm. some people go on and go for, on for years yeah, and yeah. years. So it's like, it's difficult. And that's why I think it makes this topic very difficult because we don't know that if they give you six months some people die within the first month right some people go on to live for years and years <clears throat> so that's why it makes it difficult because then let's say you cut your life short so to speak mm -hmm. and it's like then there's a lot of unknown and yeah. that's where your family then comes into play because your family is like Right, it's a tricky situation to also put your family in because no, yeah, of is. course, like yeah. while we're having while we're healthy and having a normal conversation, they're gonna agree with it. They're gonna be right. like, you know what, like you sound a little right, but like once know, the once the situation like hits close to home and it's real, then, it's, then it changes. Then it's, right, I it's guess a you. different perspective um, of it. I wanted to talk about an article I read. Uh, there was a a couple in Oregon, wife and a, and a husband. They opted for this. Obviously, it's legal there, so they they opted to to go this way. They had spoken with their family and friends, and obviously this is something that they they were adamant about. They both wanted to go. They got diagnosed. I forgot exactly what disease or ailment they had, but they both took the medication um, together. 
It's like a, I don't know if it's like in tea form or something, but it's a medication you take. You could take it at home or you could do it in a facility. And they took it and then they both passed away together. And I mean, you know, they kind of had like a going away party, if you will, with their family and friends. And obviously, like, it's upsetting because you know that they're no longer going to be here. But the way they described it, it's like, it's my life. It's my choice. And at least I get to go on my terms. How old were they? They were pretty older. So I think that's also a parameter you have to yeah. consider, like the age of, of yeah. whoever's going to decide. Obviously, right. you know, again, I'm 27. I'm young. If I was to lose a limb tomorrow, I still have a lot of years left. So obviously that's something to consider. But right. but again, I mean, I feel like it's 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 that decision. I love the way that they went because they went on their own terms. They didn't let the disease or the ailment beat them. So both of them had a... Yeah, uh, the husband's was a little more serious than hers. She even said it like, I feel like I could actually go on for a couple of years. But, you know, if your soulmates is yeah, leaving, I think they were married thing, for yeah. like 47 years or right. something like that. So, I mean, they were together for a long time. If your partner's gone. That's another thing that yeah. is like really difficult. Because, right. yeah, once your partner is gone, I feel like a lot of people go <laughs> into like depression. And yeah. that's why a lot of them die within the next year yeah. or within yeah. a few months from their partner. So, yeah, you see with stuff like that. Okay. It's like, Kinda. It's, it's like a, a, you play like a morality card when you jump into this topic because it's, you know, which is more, which is morally more important, the people or their interests. Yeah. Right? So yeah. It's, it's tough, especially for physicians who are knowing that they're mm-hmm. going to be assisting these people. Right. Death. Yeah. There, there was actually, you know, one of the questions that comes up is like, how sound of a mind does the person, in this case, we're just going to say the subject these are the people that are choosing to die or not. Right. And what kind of state of mind do they have if they're already experiencing, like, you know, suffering? Because maybe that changes their state of mind. Like, should people write something while they're still healthy? Right. And then, obviously, if the case comes where you're suffering, then they base it on that? Or do they base it on the state of mind that you're in when you're suffering? Like, what do you what do you guys think about that? Like, would you prefer if somebody wrote it down, let's say, 10 years before their ailment, hey, I want to die if this comes to life? Or, yeah, that's also another question. Like, what if they change their mind? What if maybe they do want to experience this suffering? I think it should be similar to how, like, someone um, writes their will, right? I think so. Because they write their, like, I think it has, like, different, because someone can, like, we can write it right now. Yeah. And then it can change. We can change it in 20 years. Or we can write it as we're about to pass pass away. away, So I think it should be that. I do agree. I think it should be like the will. I think yeah. it should be. And I think, I mean, I, obviously, since it's not legal in a lot of states, I don't think a lot of people think about it. But I think it is something that you should be aware of. I mean, there's a lot of diseases and stuff that can just happen. It doesn't have to just be cancer. It could be stroke. It could be some families have history of these diseases. So that's something that they're already thinking about, you know. So what you think, um, what do you guys think is like the arguments against it? <clears throat> because that that's a that's a huge thing why there's only two what is it two states out of right yeah <laughs> all I mean, the others i mean i think one of the arguments um again this is one of the articles we found the argument was that there are a lot of medication that can actually alleviate i mean you know alleviate the suffering mm-hmm. so it's like if you don't want to experience the full pain you can have medication that like kind of subdues that okay um so that's one of the arguments Which on most, that no but i meant like but i meant no, but I meant arguments against having this legal. Yeah, that's what that's one of the arguments. It's like morality, right? It's mainly the argument. It's like the argument. they're basically saying, look, if you don't want to experience the suffering, just take some medication because it's going to take the pain away. 
not in terms of dying, but take the pain away. Like if, like you know, let's say you bruise your arm or something. Oh, you just take some like like from, medication. Yeah, from feeling. Yeah. Okay. Got it. So it's so that. Yeah. They see it as a bad ethical practice. Right, because yeah. their oh, job okay. is to kind of save lives instead of, you know. Right, right. Or instead of. Your, you know, to, end the, to, to create less suffering at the end of your life. Okay. Yeah. So they don't want to, like, speed the process. Right. That's the argument Basically, against yeah. it. Pretty much. It's like not trying but to... there was also another article that a lot of people, when they were given that, like, option of, like, if you were suffering and you were left to die in six months, would you opt for this? And they did a study in New York and over 60% of the people that they studied on, they said that they would. That they would opt yeah, for this? they would do this. And I think... Wow. And again, that's coming from people yeah. who aren't suffering at the time. Right, right. Um, and I think, I mean... But, but then, there's the, there's the, then there's the argument of you're suffering, but then you somehow, you know, miraculously get better. How does... How does that, it's like a tricky... This is like a really tricky subject. Right. right, that's why I was telling him like it's a it's a tricky situation <laughs> because it's when when yeah. do you say this is the right time to do it because there right. is no right time right. you know it's just that's what makes it that's what that's like why in the moment type of right process. that's that's why I was saying like it's so difficult because like for for the example of like cancer you know it just it depends on the person like someone can go through chemo can go through all of that yeah it's gonna drain your life away. Mm -hmm. But they still, there is that one possibility that, you know, people do come up from it, survive it, and go on to live a healthy life. But then there is the ones that, you know, go through the first chemo and it just, that's it. Right. So well, it's. Par Parkinson's disease. Is right. People live with Parkinson's for, for 10, 20, 30 years. Right. Yeah. And that's a deteriorating disease that affects your body over time. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, but you guys don't think that you, like, as a person, as an individual, you don't think you should have the right to choose? Yeah, but what if that person doesn't choose it beforehand, and then they're in a position where they can't functionally choose it because they can't think properly? Well, that, that is one of the, the issues that they do bring up, but I'm saying, I mean... Obviously, I think it depends on the age that you are. Like, yeah. if you're young, yeah. you're not going to be thinking about that, really. Right. Well, yeah. then you'd have to create awareness about this first. You should right? have to. Yeah, right. you should. But, I mean, I think everybody knows that, like, cancer is spontaneous, you know, strokes, a lot of heart attacks, a lot of stuff is spontaneous. Yeah. But, for example, I think definitely if it's in family history, you should be considering this. Right. Like, if you have a family history of heart attacks or cancer, this should be something that you should consider. And then I also just think as an individual... Why do you not have that right? You know, obviously, it's a it's a kind of like a humane way to go. I mean, everybody, nobody really thinks about death, but I think most people, if they had to choose, I think they would want to die, let's say, in their bed, sleeping, right. as opposed to suffering for countless hours, and then boom, that's it, your body gives out. Being I think, at the hospital. Yeah, stuff, I think yeah. anybody would choose to go sleeping. Yeah. And, um, and not even at the hospital. You could be at home and, and do this medication that, that ends your life. Or you can go to the hospital if you do yeah. choose. But I'm saying I feel like as an individual, you should have that right. I don't think you should be limited to that. And, and you know, obviously they're going to have a lot of, you know, you do have to go through countless examinations and countless tests by physicians to evaluate whether the ailment that you have or the disease that you have is actual terminal. Because in Oregon, they have a rule where if it's a non-terminal illness or, you know, disease, then you're not eligible for this. And also, I mean, um, depression is not, you're not eligible for it either. Just if you're depressed or suffering, you know, 
that's something to think about because obviously that doesn't fuck your state of mind how you're gonna view view so it. then they give you like um what are the terminal yeah yeah like that, i mean yeah we'll put you in that category and, it, and it's not just like for example it's not like let's say i'm diagnosed today i can't just go into the office tomorrow and be like hey i want to die and then i right. die next week yeah. like you actually do have to undergo a lot of tests and a lot of um you know just evaluations by various physicians to see if it is true mm-hmm. um and so i mean that's something to consider like you know like again that's just my view like i don't want to wait until my body's given out and until I'm really suffering, I can't even get up on my own. I need help all the time. I need help to bathe myself. I need help to clean myself before it's like. Yo. So is your view the same like with your mom, with, you know, people in your family as well? Like close. I, I do. So I you. do. I do want them to go peacefully. But again, I do actually am aware that like it's somebody, everybody's choice. Like I'm right. never going to say, yeah. hey, mom, I think you should go right now. Right. Like, I mean, because yeah. it's your choice. But this is why I bring it up, because I feel like people should be aware of it and people should think about it, because you never know what can happen. And it's just something to think about. Right. Some people are just fighters. Some people yeah. are fighters, but they should have that right you to choose to fight or your, not. Your family may suffer from, from seeing the person you love in pain, but some people are like that. Some people are just fighters. They'll just go through that. It is, but then I mean, think about like this. So then how do you feel, for example, like when somebody's in a coma, and now the decision's not on the person anymore, but it's on the family, to to end their life or not? Yeah, but that's as they say, like um, take the plugs out, right? To, Basically, yeah. I mean, what do you think about that then? It's it's a it's a tough position to be in. I think like if you are the it, so like let's say, um, God forbid, like my dad, you know, mm-hmm. one of my parents was. In, in that position, right. it'll be up to, you know, either me or my siblings to make the decision. Right. I think it's a difficult position to be in because I can say yes and the rest of them say no. And then we're stuck. And then making that it's it's no, it's, it's, a, a tough it's a tough yeah. position to be in because, yeah, like you don't want them to suffer. You you know what the outcome is. But being the the person to make that decision is like it's tough. Yeah, but then I mean, you know, there's always just that that unknown, and I think that's the the biggest thing. It's so much fear behind death because we don't know it. Right. Like it's not like you know, it's not like you're when you're born, you get like a little time clock where it's like, hey, you're gonna die at this age or at this time. And Can you the, imagine if life was like that though? Like, <laughs> that'd be pretty. I mean, I would like if that. you had it. I would like that. I think I people would. Look but then you wouldn't like the, the of life. that it is the surprise. Yeah. The unfortunate yeah. it is the surprise of it because like think well, about I mean, think about how you it's still surprising but like think about how your life is right now like from where you were at 10 years ago um and how you got here right has been all these things but like now think about if you knew what was going to happen each year if you knew when we were getting closer to it right i feel like that will make people then be in that position of Okay, okay, I want to yeah. choose to just <laughs> die right, because right. it's coming down to it. You yeah. know, it makes people more stressed out. It makes it makes people then want to commit crimes. It makes Yo, it, oh, it does. Oh. It puts no like think about no, it. It, it would change the way you live. People. It would change the way you live, yeah. of course. But I mean, like, you know, but coming <laughs> coming back to the topic at hand though, because you mentioned, for example, people that are fighters, and if you get diagnosed with cancer, right. you can always, you know, let's say you get diagnosed with a year left. Some people yeah. live past that. It's like the same thing with a coma. There's people that come out of comas after being there for like five, six months. Yeah, I think there was a, a 
car racer guy that that, that happened. I think yeah. he was he was in a coma for like ten years. See, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, like but see, he's that's now he's starting to. I wouldn't come want back. that. Like you would want to be in a coma for ten years. I. F- you wouldn't know. I know, but yeah. I'm saying no. I know you your, wouldn't. Your, your body shuts. I mean, it doesn't but like, fully shut down, but it's you know. So I mean, you guys never have just thought about that. Like my thought like, would be like for my parents, what I want right. my parents to be. I I would, I would because I would like you still want that. You still have that hope, and that's the the. It's mental stress. But it at is. The same time, the cost. It's, it's crazy. The cost the is cost crazy. Must be insane. No, it is. Yeah. It is to keep them in that facility and stuff. Yeah, that's and always something. Yeah. I don't think everybody. No, I don't think they do. But let let's move the the cost aside though. Like, you guys don't think ten years is like ten years is that's a long time. It's crazy. Personally, I feel like a year is a long in a coma. Right. That's a long time. Yeah. A long, long time. Yeah. And I mean, and again, you also have to consider the fact that when they come back, they might not come back like the same. You know, you're in a coma for so long, your brain might alter. Everything might alter. You know, that's. I mean, we're no experts. No, no experts at all. But I mean, you know, that's, I mean, that's something that I always think about. And I've always told my family, like, yo, if I'm in a coma, like after two, three months, do what you got to do, but pull the plug. Okay. (laughs) Because for, I mean, because seriously, it's not just, at that point, you got to consider like, it's not just you who's suffering. You got to think about the people who are alive and not in a coma, who are coming to visit you all the time and seeing you in that state. That's an they emotional, basically stop their life. Yeah, that's emotional while stress. You're going through it, yeah. And um, and obviously it's gonna vary from everybody. Some people might be like, no, I would want to see them, you know, pull through and stuff. And that's again, I think it boils down to at least having that choice. Mm-hmm. I think that people should have the choice, and I think you should have the right to choose because it is your life. Yeah, that's that's just my thought. So on it's it. just yeah, I think people do. I agree with you. I think yeah, I think people should have the choice at least but then a lot of things come into play with having already written down on a you know right. on a document and stuff and something like that okay because i yeah i i really don't believe that family will just from a conversation be like okay, okay. i know what he wants and <laughs> i I'm know he do not. it and like what you said earlier is true like you you know we're saying this now while we're healthy but right. once you you know once you're diagnosed and once you see that then it hits different, you know, you're actually in it and now your mind changes. Yeah. You know, it's easy to kind of like judge from the the sidelines, but once you're really in there, like, yeah. you know how they say, if you're in the game, it's different. Everything mm-hmm. changes. So I agree with that, you know, but th- again, this is my view as I'm healthy. Um, and I would, I would do that. I would opt for that. And I think a lot more states should legalize it. And I think this is something that people who, you know, physicians and people who really have something to say about this should work on making legislation where it's at least, to some extent it's accessible you know i don't see why it's not but well from their point of view it's money involved that i mean it is money yeah right. so it's treatment so they don't want ethics money you know we don't know the full scope of it yeah. but yeah, there's many factors that we probably don't know about that could affect this decision as well yeah, yeah definitely no there is a lot there is definitely a ton um but again i feel like people should at least think about this especially the older you get like, I mean, at what age do you guys think this should be coming into thought? Like, when you hit 50, 60? Well, that's the problem, though, because you never know what's going to happen. Right. So, so no? it could be... The, the, the thing is, and there's some arguments about this um, in, in an article that I read, that 
you know, if, if you feel this way about someone who's young and healthy and then something happens, or if someone who's older and, you know, is sick, you have to feel the same way about someone who's young, like a child. So how do you, how do you, how do you do that? And how do you morally accept that? You yeah. know, like, that's a tough decision. For and a child? Because they have like so much life left to live. Right. That's the thought of it, yeah. But there are children that do suffer. So, a lot, yeah. Right. So it's, it's like, yeah. how can you tell a kid, like, they can't decide. Can no. They? I mean, the kid, no. Right. That is tough. Like, and you're saying, like. like it, it, right. But that's like, that's the argument, you know, for it. Like, if you're going to say that we, we should be able to have this as a decision, then you have to have it for everyone. Right. Yeah. It can't just that, be that's, the people who can make the decision right. to do it. But then that's tough, though, because then a lot comes in. Like, for example, let's say a six-year-old got diagnosed with cancer and they got seven months to live, right? Right. That's tough, man, because you're telling a seven-year-old to make a decision that they basically, at that age, they can't decide much, can they? But that's the whole point. That's are the whole, yeah. To, are you supposed to give them hope? And, 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 or are you supposed to just shut that down? And then, like, that's a tough decision. That No, that is a tough decision. I mean... I mean, I'm like, like again, I'm t- if I'm the parent of that kid, I don't want to see them suffer. That's but you, you want say that as not a, not as, as a parent. not a parent, yeah, because you're not a parent. So I think it it side. puts you, yeah, it puts you in a difficult in a situation because it's also your kid, and you also want them to have, yeah, but you also want them to, to the doctors to do anything and everything possible? to help them. That's your blood, and that is your blood. But it's yeah. That's tough. So that's where it's like when it comes to kids, it's tough. It's a tough decision. But maybe they can pass separate laws, like laws for adults between ages eighteen and up, because that's technically, I guess, when you're like considered an adult. Like to slowly build into this. And then yeah, and then maybe a different type of law for for seventeen. How do and they under. do it in? The, the two states I've never are. read actually on kids so that's a good question I did not read up yeah. on what the law is for kids but I mean I would assume it's upon the parent no? right but th- this is this is the whole thing like how could you have death with dignity assisted suicide um, and then expect the physicians to assist with this because essentially they're helping to end to somebody's end life right child's life right? But I mean, so yeah. I mean, again, I don't think you can definitely say, hey, this person's going to die in six months. But I mean, as a physician, I'm not a physician, so I don't know. But my thought is like, well, at what point do you say, OK, look, they're going to die. Like They are going to die. There's no ifs, ands or buts. It might be no, six they, months. From well, now. I don't think or it might be the year. Parents. Right. Well, I don't think I don't think they say like like that. They are going to die for sure because <laughs> they always give you that little hope that little hope percent that sure but they do tell you there are probably some cases where it's t- right terminal. they they but they, they well that's the where the terminal you know right. term came into play but i think they still that's why they let them you know sometimes like go back home and, and, and try to and be with family but, but yeah it's a when it comes to kids i think it's a touchy topic because it puts the parents in a difficult situation but it that's puts, not f- the hospital in a different difficult situation because i feel like the whole question is life right is like the pursuit of life to be 
living, right? It's life, and the thought of of this whole thing is more of a, a older, older, you brain. know, have right. lived a life. But exactly, but like I mean, what like for a kid, like the, my view is like the whole thing at question is they they're never gonna live a life. You don't know. I mean, I'm talking about terminal. If they get like diagnosed with a terminal illness, right. like they're not. I mean, yeah, I would want them to be, you know, around and try to live as happy as they could be for the short amount of time they're left. But it's like, I don't want to see you suffer. Right. Like if I had a kid or, I mean, I can't equate that to like, cause I'm not a parent, but I could see it like, you know, in terms of like pets, a dog. Like if I have a dog and they get diagnosed or I see that they're suffering, like I don't want to see that. Obviously it's different for dogs and kids. I'm not saying anything about that, but I'm saying that's my only experience with a dog and I don't want to see them suffer and yeah. whether they know they're suffering or not. Cause I think that's also another question that comes in, in cause you know, a kid isn't exposed to that. They don't really have that, you know, life experience of an adult mind being aware of like what is suffering or not, obviously depending on the age they get diagnosed. But as an adult, you have to kind of look at that be like, Hey, look, you're going to suffer. And is it, is it worth it to like, yeah. let's say you get diagnosed with seven months and you, you know, is it worth to suffer those seven months just right, so you can right. experience some little hope of life? Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know. That's just my thought on it. I don't, I don't, and it's a tough one. I'm not saying I have the answers. I obviously I'm more than welcome to hear some of your guys' thoughts uh, in the comments below. But, but again, that's my thought and my, my view on it. 